Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Two Ton Bridges or TO Triple TB. My name is Greg Dykes and I'll be your DM. With me is John Hull or Percival Silverlight. Hello. Thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. Now on to session five, John. Session five. Uh, yes, episode five. We hope mm. that you've enjoyed the uh, the last th- uh, four episodes because I know how to count. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been an exciting uh, couple of weeks. Right, so we're placing on the uh, chart so far. Then we're doing we're doing pretty well, I think. Um, amazingly. I mean, we're up there with some really, really great podcasts. In the UK, we've managed to get to number nine on the games chart. Blimey. Which number is nine already. Good. That's <laughs> yeah. insane. That's genuinely yep. insane. And uh, in leisure, uh, we got to number 78, which is actually really, really good. Um, Blimey. Yeah. Just in general, fabulous. So thank you. Well, of course, that wouldn't be possible without the lovely people listening to us and giving us such nice reviews. Shout out in particular to uh, Emma Hartnett and Granny Og, who've left us some lovely reviews, both on Facebook and on Apple Podcasts. And if you would like to learn more or to leave us a review of what you think of the episode, uh, you can find us all over the social medias at T-O-Triple-T-B. That is T-O-T-T-T-B. And please, let us know what you think. We'd love to know. Uh, we currently got eight ratings of five out of five. So eight people love us. Woo! Thank you, eight people. <laughs> and without further ado, I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Trolls of the Two-Ton Bridges. Adventure! log of Percival Silverlight. I find myself on the island of Chult, an inhospitable land filled with dinosaurs, the undead, and a death curse known only as the Soulmonger. My fellow companions, Zibi, Silicry, and Rana, have joined me on the adventure to hunt this Soulmonger down and hopefully destroy it. In the search for work, with a view to fund expeditions into the jungles of Chultz, we find ourselves employed by one Lyric Dashlin to discover and map the ancient ruins of Oralunga and Nangalore. A walk through the Grand Souk, a bazaar filled with many exotic sounds and experiences, led us to intervene on a young street urchin's plan to lift some gold from a citizen. We would eventually find ourselves at some dye works, the location of a gentleman by the name of Omala, who was requesting help with a tricky monkey fruit procurement issue. Unconvinced by the man, of course, and his poor excuses, we decided against helping him. He may now be dead. 
adventure. Are we going to go to the pub? The Red Tavern? Yeah, I need a goddamn oh, drink. Is that what everyone wants to do? Uh, yeah, definitely. Let's go get That's some beers. That's where the other yeah. two. Drinky, drinky drinks. Rana? Drink. Do, do, do you drink, <laughs> Rana? <laughs> drink. You do, you do drink. Yes, monkey fruit. Party fruit. I mean, no, party, <laughs> party drink. I don't think... I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say this now. You're probably not gonna find it in the in the, in the tavern. Anyway, so you head on through, um, and you head back to the uh, marketplace that you saw before, the one that sort of specifically deals in uh, um, in food. As this was um, from your recollections of what Wakanga has told you, that yeah. is roughly where you will find a a tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, and remembering what Wakanga has told you, you quickly find a tavern with a uh, sign swinging overhead of what looks to be a laughing kraken, and underneath is the type is the name the giggling squid. Yay! Ah. Good, good Thai food. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> the giggling squid um, is a raucous tavern. Whereas most of Chult has maybe coloured you guys. Not exactly the wrong way, but you know it's been it's been full of surprises. You know, dinosaurs have suddenly been in your face. Um, for Percival uh, Siliqui and the Reverend Zibby, the the tavern is a sort of is a nice departure um, from you know the strangeness. This looks a lot more like your sort of run of the mill tavern. There's tables, there's a bar, um, and there is uh, there is plenty of uh, ale and good food being served out. Um, again, the food itself is much more of you know what you saw being sold on the street outside. Uh, you can approach the barman, and uh, what would you guys like to order? He sort of looks up at you, sort of uh, yeah. not a glass, but like a sort of like ceramic, um, uh, ceramic cup in hand. Stein. Yes. Uh, Stein. Yes. Do you do um, <laughs> sherry? A ch- sherry? Baby <laughs> sherry. I'm I'm afraid I don't know I don't know what you're talking about, a sherry. Um, rum then, rum. Ah, rum. Now we definitely have rum. And he sort of, he turns around and basically pours you out a, a cup of rum from a barrel behind him. Uh, rum all round. Rum around? No. Uh, rum, rum, no. None for me. No rum for this one. <laughs> Is it, I, I'll have one of those and uh, have a beer to chase it as well. Two for Zimmy. Ah. Rana looks a bit sort of like shell-shocked by everything. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, a bit wide-eyed, looking around, um, vaguely uncomfortable with all the people, um, yep. and just sort of I... mo- and motion motions towards the barrel of rum with one hand. Mm-hmm. I um, I notice Rana looking a little bit um, shell shocked by you know uh, suddenly indoor life of lots of people and loudness. And um, mm-hmm. Percival's still still in his own bloody world talking. Uh, um, so I actually get a bit closer to Rana. I feel a little bit like I, you know, to take care of him in modern society in that way. So uh, I kind of get a bit nearer to him, you know, to make sure he's okay. Um, and I ask the barman what he has that doesn't have alcohol. In. What what uh, what non-alcoholic drinks does he have? Um, it's mostly fruit juices, uh, not dancing fruit juice, I'm afraid. Um, but he does he does produce a sort of uh, variety of things like melon, mango juice. Um, there's even orange juice actually there as well. Okay. Um, does the melon juice give me any weird psychotropic or psychedelic <laughs> weird highs? Melon juice really <laughs> doesn't do that usually, so. 
if it's standard, if it's standard managing, no, so that, if you want, that's if you fine. Want if you wanted to add a bit of pizzazz to it, he could certainly uh, spice it up with some alcohol. No, no, no. It's all fine if it's just straight melon juice. I would like one of those, please. Are you sure? Are you sure you wouldn't like a a, 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 Drop of a rimming of fugu? <laughs> a rimming of fugu? Pardon? It's fugu uh, blowfish. Yes. Uh, fugu, fugu is blowfish, blowfish is yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, no, I'm a vegetarian. Thank you. Huh? To each their own, to each their own. Why is he smearing <laughs> that fish all over that cup? <laughs> you never get the smell out. So yes, you're you're basically sort of uh, grabbing yourself some drinks. Um, for each drink that you get, it's about, uh, it is four copper pieces. Rounds mm-hmm. on me, chaps. Yeah. Wow. Okay. My melon juice is expensive as your rum. Yeah. Typical. You know what it's, it's like? It's like real life for yeah, you. Yeah, you buy exactly. a Coke and it's more expensive than a pint. <laughs> Is that yeah. it? <laughs> uh, sorry, so was that four go- a copper each? Yeah. Uh, four copper each for a drink each. Are okay. we are we um, are we all paying for our own or, no, or no, is Percival? No, uh, on it's okay. This? It's all on me. <laughs> Don't you worry. This melon okay. juice is on me. Thank mm-hmm. you, Percival. Melon juice is all round. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any party fruit? Uh, any party fruit? Yes. Uh, oh, you mean the? Uh, unfortunately, yes. The the man just sort of looks at you and just sort of says, "Ah, oh, we don't we don't have the we don't have the money for that kind of thing here. At least not most nights. Maybe maybe try again in a uh, festival day. We uh, we tend to try and get some get some in uh, the courtesy of the merchant princes for those days." Yeah, my good friend Rana tells me it's a real goer when you get one. Oh, absolutely! Especially, especially if you uh, if you've drunk alcohol before, really, really makes it easier for that poison to get into you. Poison, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any um, sort of corners with empty tables in the bar? Uh, yeah, give me a give me a perception check. Ten and fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, in one in one corner you see um, half orc, uh, sort of clearly, you know, keeping out of the way, just sort of sat at one table, nursing away at a drink, and just kind of looking around, looking a bit sort of a bit judgmental, but also kind of a, a little bit sort of sulking. You can see that the half orc is dressed in sort of uh, long flowing robes and has a symbol uh, around her neck. Did you say round turtleneck? No, not a round turtleneck, no. Suddenly it's a jazz club. <laughs> nice. nice. What was you saying, sorry? I said that she had a uh, she had a symbol around her neck. There you go. <laughs> no round turtleneck. You cut yeah. out it's a round uh, yeah. turtleneck. <laughs> well, you cut out at the perfect time each time. <laughs> God flipping damn it. Is it? Are they wearing a necklace or something? She has, a, she has a she has a she has a necklace with a symbol around her neck. With a, a symbol so- of yep. something. Oh, what oh, symbol? The jazz drum. Just two clicking <laughs> fingers. <laughs> it, is, it is an open. It is an open palm. An open okay. palm. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, okay. So they're not a member of, of the flaming fist. That's for sure. <laughs> 
Okay, and it, who else is in the bar that we could see sat around? Um, looking looking around, you can just sort of see there's a, there's a good mix of uh, various different, uh, mostly mostly Cholton individuals, but there's the odd elf and maybe a couple of dwarves, um, including a couple of dwarves you've not really, the type of which you've not really seen before. These ones are very, very pale and sort of white-haired. Um, and actually appear to be dressed in sort of like jungle leaves and in, in a manner very ah. similar to Rana. So like deep, deep uh, dwarves. Is yeah, that, are they type or whatever they're called? I don't know, it's deep gnomes, isn't it? So I don't know what It's deep, deep gnomes you're thinking of. These are... Yeah. These... Durgar. Yeah. Durgar. Durgar. So Where's is there anything Durgar? that anybody wants to look at or does anybody recognise the dwarves or... Do, does anybody recognise the symbol on the necklace? Siliqui, you, you're the only one that's looked around so far. Yeah, I was... Okay. Um, so, first things, do I see an empty table that's out the way that I can take Rana to? Uh, yeah, there would definitely be There would definitely be a, uh, a spare table somewhere that you wanted to take. Okay, so I'm going to gesture to Rana, now we have our drinks, to go over to the table with me. So, it's less daunting for him as well. So, we can sit down while... Having it still looking around the bar, you know, that would be nice. I'll follow to the table and I'll sit down and I'll start, you know, sort of furtively having sips of my drink. But, you know, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to turn around and have a look around the bar and see who I can see as well. Having a look around, Zibby, make me a perception roll as well. Okay. So, oh, 16. Um, plus what? Um, that, to be honest, that, that'll do it as well. You, oh, okay. you also see the uh, half fork in the corner. And obviously I'd, rec- I'd recognise the symbol. You do, yes. Yeah. With, your, with your background as a cleric, you recognise a fellow in, um, in uh, I don't know, priestly brotherhood. I don't know what the term would be. Um, this is clearly a priest of Torm. Uh, that is the symbol of Torm, the open hand. Is that T-H-O... Uh, T-O-R-M. T-O-R-M. Oh, and you would remember yep. that uh, priest that was requesting an escort was a tall yeah. priest. Uh, yes. So that half orc is that one because we've also got to meet yeah. them at the tavern, haven't they? Mm-hmm. So that is Andrel Silvertusk. Andrel Silvertusk. Mm. Indeed. It's a very so, orky name. So now we've gone to the table. I'm assuming Percival has eventually shut up and come over to us. Um, I don't know. Percival, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, I, I'm. Um... Are you now just stood alone, shouting "Rum, rum for everyone" <laughs> at the uh, bar in the room? No, I'm not a complete moron. <laughs> Come on! He's going to be shouting for whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> whiskey! Come on! Uh, I'm going to walk over to um, uh, to the table as well and sit down with my uh, compatriots. And um, so. Yeah, I, I, was actually look, I was actually looking to see if there was anybody that is obviously uh, hanging about waiting for... Because I, because there was this other person, wasn't there? Uh, Amala? No, There's two. A, no. no. Kalua. Kalua. Oh, Kalua. Is so, there anybody um, around drinking a, an espresso martini? <laughs> <laughs> so whilst they're looking uh, at no, that... Siliqui is going to go find the bathroom. Now she's got other people to be with Rana, you know, of our group. Um, Siliqui is going to go to the bathroom, as is Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, 
person. A nice and, nice takeaway. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but as she's getting up, she says to the others, have you seen those gnomes, uh, those dwarves over there? I've never seen some like that. And then leaves. So then the others can also notice <laughs> so, the unusual so looking dwarfs. I'm sitting down at this point as well, and I just turn around to Ron and say, is it something I said? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I'll be back. Thank you, thank you then. Um, so you guys... Guys, are sat, uh, sat down. Is that right, uh, Sir Yes. He's going to uh, take a uh, take a drink of his uh, rum. He's going to catch the eye of the half orc, and because uh, I've got my uh, Thor's hammer on the outside of my shirt, and uh, just are there any sort of um, I don't know. This is nothing really like a, a priestly version of um, thieves' tongue, is there? Not really, no, but she would sort of like, it was, as you catch her, sort of, you, you kind of have a sort of exchange. Uh, I know what I'll do. I'll, yeah, I'll uh, catch, catch her eye and just uh, put my hands together in the, uh, the sort of prayer mm. way and just like, uh, sort of gesture at her like that. And, uh, she sees you, she glances down, spots the Thor's hammer. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, um, yeah. and uh, and she um, she raises a sort of toast, just kind of like yeah, sort of like that that recognition of uh, you know fellow fellow priest of a uh, of a Torm's not a thunder god Torm, specifically. Torm's a war god, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think yeah. he is. So, so it's a fairly so it's a fairly hardcore lawful good. Hmm. So after sort of this little like, not. Okay. Uh, when when Zibby sat down, obviously he dumped his chainmail coat, his bear skin, and his hammer just down by the side of his chair. Of course, yeah. So uh, so she seemed sort of like dump all this like war gear on the floor. <laughs> yes, clearly clearly another follower of Cholt, and she sort of she looks at you. Yeah, you're gonna want to get rid of that. Uh, pretty sh- sh- does doesn't do you much good here. I'm gonna. Uh, so did she actually say that to me or? Yeah, she said she said that to you. I'm gonna say, come across and join us. You're sitting on your own. I sit on my I sit on my own, but when you follow Tom, you're never truly on your own. But all right, I'll come over and join you for a good drink. The same could be said for Thor. Hmm. Quite, quite. How long have you been uh, worshiping, so to speak? Thor. Ah. Ten years or so. Aye, ten years. It's a For decent life. Since, since my previous life. Ah, uh, the previous life is far behind us. We follow the light one, of the truth. One can always hope. Hmm. She comes over at your. Uh, Hello. Your, uh, Sorry. Siliqui and joins you as well. Bumps, Hello, in, bumps into back. a half orc. <laughs> bumps oh, into a half orc being led over by uh, by Zibby. Mm-hmm. And they sort of the two of them they kind of they squeeze in, so I'm kind of, elbows like... are just sort of bumping up against each other a little bit. So who sat where? I'm guessing she's a big lass. Uh, yes, half orcs are generally quite large. Yeah. Yeah. And on, uh, on closer inspection, you see that one of her tusks, probably hence her name, you're not entirely sure if it's covered in silver or if it's actually replaced by a little sort of silvery um, tooth. Awesome. So she's got... Um... Oh, I'm going to ask her, so is that solid silver? <laughs> she, sort of, she sort of grins at you and just says, wouldn't you like to find out? Maybe later, love. <laughs> should, I, should I move? 
<laughs> I kind of assumed that the two of them sat next. <laughs> me, me in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Just staring over the Just, top of it. Just kind of sat there drinking my whiskey very slowly. But you know, hang on a minute. How, um, you have uh, Percival, Percival and oh, sorry, Percival, and, Percival and Zibby, uh, how tall are you? Uh, six foot three. I think I'm round about yeah, that's six yeah, foot eight. So. Yeah, so it's, it is. It's literally you're just sort of like you're on each other, just one. trying to like trying to lean oh. round um, Percival <laughs> just to try and. I think I might be twice as wide though. Probably. Aye, I'm quite live. <laughs> it's Andrel. sort of looks at you and says, "So what brings you up the chalk?" Well, uh, we're we're looking for um, this uh, death curse thing. Aye, the death curse. Yeah, you heard of that? Aye, yeah. The talk of the town. Well, talk well, of any decent town. This one I'm, doesn't seem to... Yeah. I mean, it's true. I probably am. I do admit it. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm, I'm Percy, the talk of the town. Shut up for a minute. No, hang on. <laughs> I'm talking to one of my fans, Zippy. <laughs> Is he... She, sort of, she, looks, she, looks at, she looks at the rest of you guys and is... Is he always like... Yeah. I saw he is Silver Tusk. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, um, uh, I'm not sure he's all there, to be honest with you. He, he reckons he writes books, but I've never seen them. Um, anyway, I, he was right in saying, he was right in saying that, uh, we're looking at this death curse thing, but, um, we haven't really got very far. We've only been here yesterday. Hi. You're newcomers then. Aye. We are, yes. How long have you been here then? Yeah. Oh, I've been in this uh, dinking five days. Not had much more, much more luck than you. I was called in by the order. I the abbot told me to come and have a look as well. Indeed. What is it that you are trying to get to the uh, camp of the righteous for? What, what? Oh, you've seen my ad. Yeah. The, uh, the Camp of the Righteous is uh, set up by the Order of the Gauntlet. I'm sure if you've heard of it. Sorry, the who? The Order of the Gauntlet. Order of the Gauntlet. This, again, is a... Uh, guys would know about, you guys that aren't native to Chult. Mm. You don't know what this uh, strange orc woman is talking about. Um, mm. uh, but the Order of the Gauntlet is essentially... They are pans of righteousness. So they are. They will likely have arrived in Chult to try and eradicate the undead from the forest. And indeed, Undril pretty much tells you this. Is this is her her reason for the paragon uh, and warriors of truth, justice, and the good old American way. I mean, Faerun way. Um, <laughs> so does that basically mean that she's? Um, uh, they're trying to do similar to us. Um, sort of. I mean, they're not specifically there to deal with the death cups, but they're trying to put an end to the undead that infect the jungles um, of Chalk. So they can help. They're, they're, they're on a good side in the sense of they're able to help in some way, but not in the same way as we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're not. They're not going to be antagonistic towards your. Uh, your to uh, to end the death curse, although Undril is again this disbelief that you know the the source is just going to be here. But she clearly is, you know, appreciative of the fact that you know you're gonna you're gonna make a show of it at least. I I think I think we'd like to sort of um, make sure you get to where you're going. That would be fantastic. Unfortunately, to believe 
we're going to be able to just what was the phrase purchase a horse and simply ride to the camp obviously on arriving here i realized that possible the, the valleys and jungles of Chalter just completely rather uncivilized for one thing i they are a bit there as she says that she sort of back her beer and then belches loudly <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you? I don't suppose you have any kind of maps of Chult or where this camp is, do you? I uh, I know where the I know our south, and then eventually I'll reach a uh, I'll reach the uh, sorry, bear with me while I just remember where exactly it is. Wasn't, um, wasn't Rana aware of this place? Rana down river mm-hmm. on back. Oh, that that's it for me Aye. then. Down river, we man. We men here might be able to tell us. Well, and what's the camp called? Uh, the camp is called Camp Righteous. Righteous. And uh, she was basically called in as uh, effectively extra reinforcements. Mm-hmm. She was led to believe that she could just, as I say, purchase a horse and ride to the camp. But obviously that's turned out to be a lie. She's silly. She didn't... Yeah, she got it wrong. So I'm going I'm to turn to Rana and say, eh, we men... Can you get us lot to this camp righteous there? Rana sort of shrugs. He's a bit bleary. He's not used to rum, and he's <laughs> drunk most of his quite quickly. And he says, "Is is um?" I suddenly r- jump in and say, "Rana, go slow." <laughs> I sort of wait, wave her away, not really paying any attention, and says, uh, "Sort of shrugs and says, it's simple trip: follow river, camp on river." Cannot not find camp. Simple. There, there you go then. Aye. I think they're settled then. Andrew kind of agrees. It did seem to be as simple as that. Not as simple as uh, as it was. But it wasn't a simple case of following to like. Uh, I forget the exact details, but there was a temple of some sort. I think. Do you know anything about that, Rana? Um. <laughs> I can't remember. I am still there. <laughs> yeah, I'm... he's just a bit drunk. <laughs> Rana, Rana, stop it. Drunk. That's your fifth one. Put it down. <laughs> uh, bear with... Ah, House of Crocodile. Uh, okay, is this the one that ate that bloke? Rana shrugs again and says, It's House of Crocodile. Is many crocodiles in rivers, but crocodiles do not share. So probably wizard is in one crocodile, not more than one. We don't know that for sure. You speak wise <laughs> words, <laughs> Rana. What the hell did he just say? Oh, that's that M M thingy, whatever we decide his name was. You know the um, yep. dude who owned Emrys, that's it. Emrys. Yeah. It's my generic name for a wizard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because that's Welsh for Merlin. It is Welsh for Merlin, yes. Yeah. Um, so... uh, it's also backwards for Sir Me. <laughs> the more you know. Not in the actual spelling. The actual spelling has a Y instead of an I, but that, that's hardly the most important thing. It does. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to turn to uh, Andrew and say, um, so. When were you looking to? Uh, when were you looking to go? We might need a day or so before uh, before we can do anything. Well, 
the sooner be better than later. I have arranged for a couple of canoes uh, to take me down the Shoshan Star. I just needed adventurers to come with me just to be on the safe side, you know. I guess a couple of days and we could probably do that for you. Uh, Miss Silver, is it Miss Silver Tusk? Is it Mrs? I don't want to assume. It's Miss. Miss. Okay, Miss Silver Tusk. It's, it's um, sister. It's his sister, Silver Tusk. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, we. She's a half orc of the cloth, you know. <laughs> um, so, um, so, Sister Silver Tusk, we have only recently got here ourselves. We do need to still equip ourselves with all of the uh, most uh, useful weaponry um, uh, rations and everything else yes, food that we need things. to get through quite a large adventure within Cholt and within the forests of Cholt um, is there anything that you may be able to help us with in regards to any kind of equipment that you may already have do you have a compass <laughs> <laughs> seriously not many people know about compasses Amazing thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have my own supplies, of, and I have the I have the canoe to take us away. I also have a number of dispatches I need to be delivering to, uh, to the post. But beyond that, um, mostly just what you see here, all muscle. Okay. Okay. I, and there's a lot of it too. Calm down, Zibby. In um, more, the... more than you know, little man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, not so little, not so much for the little love. <laughs> and the you really should move between these two. You <laughs> <laughs> um, might see, get crushed. I, I notice uh, on the on your ad um, that you mention uh, that the paladins would be the ones to reward whoever helps you uh, get to your camp. Um, Without coming across too rude, and I hope you can realise why I'm asking, uh, what would the reward for such a uh, such help be? Well, <laughs> from my own from my own uh, from my own uh, uh, t- treasury, so to speak, uh, I'm willing to put up. I have uh, I have I have saved for. Uh, see, that would be more than fair. Um, I, did you say an amount? Because we didn't. You can yeah, tell. Yeah, so blanked completely. So you got very loud in the tavern suddenly. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> she said uh, she had managed to save up enough for from herself. She would be able to pieces, but how many? <laughs> <laughs> you cut out before the word pieces. The pertinent information <laughs> keeps on disappearing. This damn crowd. <laughs> <laughs> she roars louder. <laughs> Everybody, a hundred, a hundred thousand yes. gold pieces. It is excellent. <laughs> she slaps Percival. <laughs> I probably this deserve is... that. <laughs> uh, does Percival also smile like? Mm. <laughs> um, so, a hundred. 100 gold pieces. 100 gold pieces from uh, Undril okay. herself. Yeah. Uh, but of course, uh, but of course, uh, she has been delivered. Talk to the commander of Camp Righteous uh, about securing some perhaps meaningful uh, reward for you. Okay. So in that case, if we took this on, would we be able to have, uh, would you consider uh, an advance of that money 
um, to allow us to get the most suitable equipment to protect you the best we can. Mm, how how about half now? Can? Uh, what do you guys think? Rana shrugs and says, "Hmm, seems fair." Zippy shrugs and goes, "Is that after Rana? Is that after sort of jerking awake again? How he sort of started to doze off?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Zippy Zip, shrugs and goes, "It's Asta." Rum. I drink. <laughs> um, in which case, uh, Undril, uh, you know, sort of, she she does happen to have it on her. She pulls out a person who uh, gives you uh, fifty gold. Lovely. Right, so we have Thank fifty you. gold pieces now. You're um, most welcome. As I say, the other half, perhaps more, will be waiting for us at the camp. Perfect. So, does somebody want to uh, make note of that? Who's our treasurer? Yeah. Come on. I've got it at the bottom of my notebook. <laughs> so it's 12, basically if we're splitting it, that's 12.5 uh, gold pieces each. Will you uh, will you be staying at the uh, squid? Maybe. Giggling squid, I believe she asked. <laughs> Quick, the, I, I think you it's cut out, a bit so loud I, in yeah. <laughs> yeah. the uh, that she says, uh, she says, will you guys be staying at the giggling squid? And she says that while half glancing at Zibby. So, I, I think we will. Excellent. Just uh, what, time, idea. <laughs> what time is it now? Like what sort of time of the evening? Done, you've done a fair distance today. I would say you're probably you're approaching even time. The sun is probably going down now, and while people are still sort of like it, it's not a it's not exactly a closed tavern. It's still kind of like the uh, so that the, the non-existent breeze can breeze through and uh, cool down the patrons. Um, you can sort of see outside, you know, shops. The shops there are starting to close down because they're all mostly they're all mostly food. Um, wait, what am I talking about? It's nearly it's nearly even time. It's nearly there's no. They'll be getting. They actually, if anything, they're actually getting for dinner. Um, okay. uh, but the sort of the shops that were more selling sort of like you know the raw meat, so to speak, the actual uh, make your own. Uh, yeah, yeah, the make your own, the raw ingredients. They're, those shops are starting to sort of close down for the, you know. The, all their major purchases have been made. They're probably, you know, thinking of heading home. But but the nightlife is starting to sort of come out a little bit more. It shall we? I'll and Zibby. And you know, if Zibby wants to stay with uh, Silver Task, he can. But, um, you know, is that Kalua person also it's meant to be in the tavern? Should we, should we want to talk to them at least? We, we should probably talk to Kalua if we want to. Yeah, just to find out what exactly what's going on with that. Even yeah. if we say no to it. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'm going to... Uh, ask uh, Andrew if she's uh, seen. Actually, no. Uh, she probably wouldn't know. Uh, I'm going to go up to the barman and go. Yeah. Do you know somebody called Kalua? Oh, Kalua. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's one of the, he's one of the regulars here. Is he in here tonight? Uh, the barkeep sort of has a glance around and just sort of says he was earlier, but he seems to have left. I'm afraid. Um, he's, yeah, he's, I'm, afraid, I'm sorry. He, he does tend to win here, but he's got business elsewhere in the city right now. What's he that like? Oh, I'm not over there, am I? <laughs> no, you're not over there. <laughs> if, he, if he comes back tonight... Tele- <laughs> no, just Siliquid just pops up. <laughs> what does it look like? Uh, so I'll say to the barman, it's all right. But if he turns up later, uh, tell him we've seen his, um, his sign at the docks. Uh, he tends to sort of come here usually the afternoon. As I say, do you, uh, do you hang out here long enough? 
Um, okay, can we? Um, I'm guessing that in that case we we need somewhere to stay tonight, don't we? Well, you've got somewhere to stay, apparently. Yeah, yeah, apparently so, yeah. <laughs> Rana, <laughs> Rana is asleep at this point on the table. So, so yeah, I I, uh, I go up to the bar as well and ask. Uh, so, um, so do do you actually do do in things here like beds as well as the booze? Yeah, we have a we have ourselves a, a number of rooms which uh, I forget exactly how much like daily like daily expenses are. Um, I think it'll probably be something like uh, probably something like uh, ten silver pieces. I think a night. No, hang on. No, I'm gonna look this up because that sounds I. I keep, <laughs> That's what. Why are you looking it up, though, Greg? And um, does the tavern sell food, or is there anywhere very local that we can get some dinner? I mean, literally right outside. There's a bunch. Of, um. Yeah, the, the, both really. Tavern does. Uh, the tavern is a is is an inn as there is being served. If you wanted to order something, or you could step outside. For some street say if you want another say snake on a stick <laughs> hey, hey. jelly worm guys <laughs> guys i've just had an idea what's that person right. do you remember we were told that there were like dinosaurs or whatever the hell they are big lizard things we can bet on the lizards yeah i'm pretty races. sure yeah. we're right next door to wherever it is that they do that stuff. Fancy doing some? Um. <laughs> At your words, the uh, barkeep sort of uh, uh, pipes up and says, Are oh, you in the diner? Uh, that'll be the one. The besting shops will be closed by now, I'm afraid. But, uh, but you are quite right. Well, if you go out there, they get to. T- uh, oh, God, here we go. Um, Tiriki uh, Anchor. Uh, it's, where the, it's where all the dino pens. Um, you can place you can place bets on animals on the next race, but the races won't be taking place for a couple of days. Oh, why is that? Okay. Well, they're only weekly races. If we had a if we had a race every day, no, get done. They race through the streets, you know. They destroy ah. everything. <laughs> I thought it was just in a you know in a ring or something. No, no, they race through the streets. That's the adds to the tension, especially with the uh, all-out race. And what's, what's that? What's the all-out race? Well, so there there are three races on a Dino Day. Mm-hmm. The first one is for all uh, bipedal dinosaurs; they're the fastest. Mm-hmm. But then you have the uh, quadruped, and then lastly you have the no hold bars race, uh, which is where dinosaurs are, uh, uh, shall we say, untethered. And they're allowed to, uh, well, let's say make violent moves to win the race. Ah, so death and horrible. Yes, indeed. They have to close the streets in, in order for it to be, uh, well, safe as one can around a uh, rampaging elephant. But uh, in order to prevent uh, damage to the merchant's goods, we have to close the store and uh, bets are placed on, well, just about any aspect of the race. So okay. I, just, I just look at the front of the tavern. Does it look like it's it's reinforced steel on the front of the building, or is it just wood shutters? No, it's mostly just wood. Okay. I'm sure that gets very interesting. Oh yes, it's a, it's it's one of the it's one of the delights. How many times on it in a year do you have to replace that front door? 
Oh, if I had to guess, I'd say somewhere between uh, 200 and too many. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, more rum. Um, he, ha- I... he happily pours you another. <laughs> okay, so it's another two. For a modest uh, lifestyle expenses, it's all uh, modest one is one gold. Yeah. Okay, so that's the time. But that yeah. is that that basically that basically um, encompasses all your expenses within a day. Oh. oh. Going forwards, we'll say it's uh, we'll say it's fifty silver pieces uh, for a night at the minute. But then going forward, day you spend in Portney and Zara, if you're taking up the room in the giggling squid it would be one gold coin but does that also include dinner for example yeah that would then that would then just that would just nullify any like discussion where exactly you're getting food and stuff because that's just all bound up in that sure okay so 50 uh silver pieces for tonight yep uh uh, yeah it's just for brevity's sake how okay. many people go in a room? So there are some uh, communal rooms which can take up to six people. They're effectively bunk beds, uh, the bartender. There are single rooms, um, or there are double Are the double rooms as in like twin beds or double rooms in a double bed? Twin beds, says uh, Undril, again, sort of eyeing up. Okay, okay. Um, so... <laughs> which, by the way, just as, a, just as an aside, because... I realise I'm I, I'm half joking, but Dibby, uh, how do you feel about this? Uh, well, she was a red red blooded male, so uh, she's got a twinkling tusk at you. Well, she's got a twinkling tusk, and she's a sort of, <laughs> she's what plus do I get inside? Plus three. Is it okay if I roll an insight check on this as well? Yeah, by, by all means. Although you make it with disadvantage because you're you're drunk. No, <laughs> I got a one, so I'm useless. D- disadvantage or advantage? <laughs> advantage Definitely in my eyes. <laughs> Dis- no, disadvantage. Yeah. Disadvantage on wisdom. Advantage on corruption. Can I yeah. not? Can I not give? Um, can I not give Zibby advantage by the fact that I've been I'm very perceptive of noticing how <laughs> she's coming on to him? It's up to Zibby to know that, isn't it? I mean, you guys you guys are probably all doing it, so yeah, written, roll again uh, and, and take the heart. <laughs> well, I can't get another can Well, exactly, yeah. If you get another one. <laughs> Yay! Get... Yeah, right. Ten. Oh, no, it's Rana. Yep. You were three! <laughs> <laughs> Right, uh, uh, Rana, what are you what are you rolling for specifically? Um, I was drunk rolling. I mean, I was drunk rolling just to see what I would get, but it was a disadvantage in the roll was terrible. So, I've I've literally noticed nothing. Yeah, you're basically you you're again the uh, the rum is getting. You've definitely you've had like dancing Fruit monkey fruit, and um, the rum is just kind of like it's that it's that pretty. No wait, hang on. What did you have? Rum. rum. Yeah. Rum, yeah. Rum, yeah. Rum is rum is just that that higher percentage. It is going straight to your brain. The upshot of all of that is that yeah, she's into you. Yeah. <laughs> so how much is it for a communal room? You said. Uh... So it's actually so it is actually it's the same price uh, regardless. Those those are the different sort. Of, yeah. 
Okay. All so of you, if you particularly I, wanted to. Um, I would. I think I would get a twin room with Rana, if that's okay, just to keep an eye on Rana, being that he's now drunk and not really being used to being drunk. How uh, do you can know I, that? <laughs> I, I purposely, because I've seen him being a youngster and not be able to hand this drink, and I purposely didn't want to offer a communal room because I didn't want to share a room with person. <laughs> <laughs> I needed some peace. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Percival gets his own room. Uh, okay, fair Can enough. He get a, does he get a big fancy one? Percival doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> For once. Zippy uh, says to, uh, to Andro in a bag, do you want to get a bottle and uh, find somewhere else to be? Uh, she, she kind of, uh, kind of uh, chuckles and winks at you and says, uh, would you never ask? <laughs> you want to you want to you want to go and pray together? Hi, <laughs> so is there the body is a temple. Body is a temple. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Worship on the altar. <laughs> can I ask as well, can I ask Barkeep? So if I say, right, can I get a twin room? Um, can I please make sure the twin room is not not nowhere near um, is this the silver tusks room, please? <laughs> the barkeep basically seeing seeing this interaction basically says that you can have the reinforced suite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Zippy was. Um, oh, I suppose it'd be a long rest anyway. I was about to say Zippy didn't have quite full health, but after that kind of night, would that give Zippy his health back? Uh, yeah, so point of exhaustion. <laughs> What we, what we, yeah, what we're gonna what we're gonna say here is that yes, Zibby is basically gonna go off. The, assuming that's okay with you, Zibby, you're gonna go yeah, and uh, spend uh, interesting <laughs> evening. Zibby takes D4 damage. Zibby takes <laughs> three damage. <laughs> and, and and has the exhausted condition for the yeah. next day. Yeah. What are what are the rest of you guys doing? Are you gonna are you gonna stick it at the tavern for the night, or are you gonna go see Wakung? What what are you thinking? Um, I would like to go see Wakanga. Because as I say, it's down, it's, it's getting dark, but you, you would have time before really night time to go back and see Wakanga if you wanted to. I'm going to think... stagger to the room and go to sleep because my character's <laughs> drunk. I, I think we're all, we've all been drinking other than Siliqui, yeah. and I think Zibby's probably going to get his mm. freak yeah. on. <laughs> um, will Siliqui, at this time of the evening, though, be safe enough to get, ba- uh, get to Wakanga and back? Uh, Don't split the party, man. I mean, am I going to get trampled by it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, beyond just you know the fact that you know that there are three assassins out there that beat the crap out of you guys earlier. Um, I mean, there's not been much in the way of like danger, so to speak. I mean, you've seen, you've right, seen so well, far. You've seen so far, like you've seen that there are pickpockets, um, as you would expect in any city. You've seen that, yeah, there are Zentarim. But yeah. they're not they're not been described as these guys were just just basically chose to pick a fight and have some fun with you guys it wasn't like they were specifically well, then, being arses Sil- i mean they weren't well, being arses but siliqui is pretty good with um being very nimble and dexterous and acrobatic and being very aware of her surroundings so i think she's gonna brave it and she's gonna go and see um okay dokie um i will just interject here so you're gonna leave person 
I don't know. Percival said he's already been drinking, so he's probably not going anywhere. I, I know, I know, but that but you're leaving you're leaving Rana in the care of festival. No, Rana's got no no, Rana's gone to our room. Rana's gone back to our room and he's managed to find his bed. Rana, in a different Rana, room to Percival. I found Percival. another bottle. We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to have Rana killed. <laughs> this this one one's night. got gold flakes in it. Apparently it lacerates your throat and gets you pissed quicker. It's great. <laughs> Try this. Eyeball shot. Go for it. <laughs> Again, I'm, imag- I'm imagining this is just personal. Rana is still just asleep. Just, <laughs> just, up, just, just on the uh, on the side of side of Rana's bed, and he's just drooling. <laughs> I have always liked you, Rana. Oh, my favourite. I'm having the best day ever. <laughs> That's really uh, awesome. So, um you make your way back through. So. You- are you uh, are you nigh out for trouble? Are you going stealthily, or are you just sort of back? Basically, I'm trying not to make um, myself stand out too much. Um, All right, but don't, you know, but I'm also forget, being it takes very. Takes you longer to move if you are being stealthy. So. Well, I'm not bowling it. I'm not making myself look like a you know. Hey, look at me! You know, I'm being right. kind of. Okay, um, so it's kind of... I won't make you roll here, but it's your choice what skill you're using as you're moving through. You can either use stealth to try and move without being seen. Uh, you can use, um, I guess, acrobatics or athletics to try and do it quicker. Um, you could use uh, perception to see if you notice anything like suspicious or weird as you're moving through the city. Um, or, I guess, investigation if you're just kind of where uh, stuff is, I guess. I'll do stealth, I think, to get there for now. Yeah. Okay, okay. So that's, uh, that would be 20 altogether. It's running all together. You keep to the shadows. You sort of you wander through. You don't you don't really attract any attention. You sort of you skirt around the outside of the grand uh, grand souk. See now that there's more entertainment coming out now. Now that darkness is starting to fall, you know the torches are being lit. Uh, you've got a couple of entertainers that are coming out with you. You've got like fire breathers and uh, there's even you know sort of the occasional somebody trying to do a dancing dino. It, it's just not really it's not quite the same as like a dancing thing if you approach the refined areas you were in this morning the hubbub dying away and there's really the people out on the street it seems to be mostly guards just doing their patrols keeping an eye out for any most of them don't acknowledge you and you're not entirely sure if it's because they simply don't see you or if it is just because they don't count you as suspicious and you make your way up and you eventually reach Wakanga's villa and after mm-hmm. sort of you know announcing yourself one of the guards going off Wakanga meets you at the at the end and uh, he says to you ah hello Siliqui wasn't it yes it was Wakanga I as I said I would return to speak to you oh fantastic do tell me how was how was your first day in the Anzara uh, it was enlightening uh, we saw many things that I haven't seen before. I've seen. I saw my first dinosaur, and and then my my tenth dinosaur, my twentieth dinosaur. I I saw many dinosaurs today. Uh, you I see, this is the. I was wondering if we could have a uh, if we could go in to, to talk. Oh, but of course, but of course, please come come in. And he sort of he takes you to the uh, area that you first met in Mini Villa mm-hmm. proper. 
and he sort of seats you down and asks, you know, sort of like, have, have you eaten? Are you are you hungry at all? Um, I haven't eaten yet, so I, I wouldn't say no uh, to some food and maybe a drink. The clap of his hands, you know, the... Uh... Special way to people. <laughs> yep, bun- yep, bunch of way to people. Um, almost seem to appear out of thin air. And he says to you, uh, but uh, you seem to be uh, you seem to be down a few members of your party. Oh, they're fine. I, I thought I'd come without them. They, um, I've left them at the tavern where they're staying this evening. Um, I thought there's no need for all of us to come back. We, we know we left when we left you yesterday. We talked about coming back to see if we can um, come to an arrangement uh, in some way or other with in regards to finances or aid or help in some way. And I thought I should be, or I would hope that I'm, I'm suitable enough for you he has indeed managed to arrange for, uh, he says that uh, what he has managed to acquire is uh, 50 gold pieces uh, for each member of your party so that will be uh, 200 pieces for the party cool. going forwards to help with equipping themselves and embarking upon an expedition yeah. He says that again, if we were to, in the future, find more of an idea of where the actual, like, soulmonger is, mm-hmm. you could well call upon him at that point to uh, to find the soulmonger, but you would need to have a, more of an idea of exactly where it was you were going and have a bit more to go on than just the name and a sort of vague idea that it's somewhere south of Port Nianzaro. Okay. But for the time being, he hopes that these funds will aid you guys. Is the room that I'm in? Is that the one with the weapons around the room? Uh, yes, there are a there are a couple of sort of cross weapons, both sort of short swords and uh, and the uh, yikwala. Is that the kind of monk type thing? Yes, the uh, wooden uh, the stone blades. Oh, is that is that the sort of same thing that we saw in the soup as well? Yes, yeah, yeah, it is. It is the same thing. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, Siliqui, she's walking along. She's being ever so slightly flirty in the way she's looking over her shoulder, but not being, you know, outright blatant. Um, and she starts um, sort of just looking at the different things in his room and starts mm-hmm. stroking the, um, the stick thing, the wooden stick thing. Um, I can't remember what you called it. <laughs> um, the Ikwala. Ikwala. And says, ah, this looks like. A weapon that would suit a girl of of my calibre well, and um, and could do me well. Make a make a charisma check. I'm assuming you're trying to persuade him to give you one of these uh, weapons, yeah? Or at least to loan me it. You know, I'd be happy to give it him back after the mission. Yeah, give me a give me a persuasion with advantage. Persuasion. So okay, so the first one. So it'd be twelve plus. Two, so 14. He's a bit reluctant, not going to lie. He basically says, I would uh, potentially use such a weapon. I'm these particular ones are, uh, shall we say, my self-defense. Oh, so I say to him, can I show you what I'm capable of with this? He sort of he sort of raises an eyebrow and just says, by all means. So I carefully take it off. I'm assuming I've, I've being that I'm a monk and, you know, I have all the training fighting, I'm assuming that it's very similar to other weapons that I have uh, done cool shit with, in a sense of, mm-hmm. you know, you know, like, flourishy things, have been able to spend them and looking cool with, your, yep. you know, the way you hold them and all that stuff. So, I do, I put on a, 
he, a little private performance for him of, of um, stick swinging. <laughs> if you make a if you make a performance roll, it's to basically see how enticing a performance you can make, so to speak. Will it be with or without advantage? Uh, this is going to be without advantage. Okay. Well, I did a shit performance. Um, it would have been six. <laughs> Yeah, he's, you know, he's he's impressed with your prowess, but he's not exactly um, for it, to, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Am I, am I reading this correctly? You're trying... I'm slightly trying to seduce him, but in the way that Siliqui tries to seduce everyone. Um, but also... <laughs> not Percival. Um, <laughs> if she needed something for Percival, then she would probably, but as <laughs> she's like... What could I possibly need from this man? I have no idea. You just don't know yet. Um, but um, she's kind of trying. She's trying to up what, what we potentially get, but also really get Wakanga on our side in a kind of trying to make him want her in a way of getting a little bit more. You know, being able to manipulate him better. If that makes sense. Well, not manipulate him, but more. You know, kind of. Yeah. 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 Again, you're just you're trying to get him on your side. Um, so the thing is, Wakanga is 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 already on your side. So, um, so from that perspective, you probably. But then there's somebody being there. on your side, and if there's somebody that actually wants you, it's a different type of being on your side. <laughs> then that kind of yeah, you know, okay. I, I have this power over them. Hmm. Right. In which case, what I'm going to do here, uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be effectively a challenge. Um, it'll be your charisma versus mm-hmm. his wisdom. Uh, give me a, a performance, persuasion, or deception roll, whichever one you prefer. So, and I'll roll like... it against. I'll roll oh, it against God, his. In, I'll terrible. roll it against his. Oh, they're all the same anyway. So we'll plus two. That's terrible. Seven. Yeah, that's unfortunately for all your for all your feminine wiles. He's he's sort of. I've come there in the middle of the night on my own. <laughs> the naked monk strikes again. The slutty monk. Yeah. He's sort of looking at you. He's just kind of like, I know the games you're playing, and to be honest, I'm willing to play along. Okay. He's not swayed, so to speak, but, but he game. is. But he's yeah, he's willing. He's willing to play. Game. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, willing, he's willing to play a lot. So if he's given me the money, I'm assuming he's given me the money. The oh, yeah. yeah. Money is something he has brought out, and it's uh, it's basically a lot. So I say to him, okay, I, I you know, I should look to return to the others. Um, it's incredibly dark and late now. I don't suppose yourself, uh, uh, a, a gentleman like yourself, would like to accompany uh, a young woman uh, on her return to the tavern. <laughs> it's a well, lovely evening. I, well, <laughs> I certainly want you to walking through the streets on your own with wow, such a large pile of gold. And uh, he sort of does that thing where he sort of he leans in just a little bit and then breaks off suddenly and just goes, Shoshin, Chago, over here. Escort this lady safely back to oh, the uh, tavern. So he's doing the teasing back at her too. <laughs> Two can play at that game. <laughs> he smiles at you rather wickedly and fair night and uh, sweet dreams to you, my dear. And the same for you. 
and thank you very much. Um, Charmed. I'm sure we will see you before we leave for our adventures. Of course. I, I hope uh, I hope you the best of luck. I shall pass on your regard. Uh, to Sandra. To Sandra. <laughs> What's her name? Is? Sandra. Sandra. Yes, Sandra. <laughs> yeah. uh, please do. The guards escort you back, um, so you don't have to make a roll. With the with the guards uh, in tow, they kind of nullify the potential for somebody to try and steal this large clinking bag you're carrying with. Uh, so, could I check that Rana's still alive? In our uh, of course, uh, Rana is uh, is sleeping soundly, um, yeah, possibly right. with some sort of. Well, there's, there's no easy way of saying this, but he does have a couple of rude messages written on him. In uh, <laughs> um, he fell asleep with his shoes on. <laughs> so I drew on his uh, face. Percival, Percival is uh, is nowhere to be found. Although that's very Percival true, is he's, nowhere, he's, he's, is, he is nowhere to be found. He is nowhere to be found. Though the barkeep informs you that he uh, he did eventually stumble up. As you move through the room, you do hear it's faint, but over the over the sounds of the hubbub, of creaking and thumping. Coming from somewhere down in the hall. The sounds of thunder in the distance. Thank you so much once more for joining us. 